0: Make it this, that somebody who does yoga is called a yogi. I didn't know. Who knew? By the way, I texted her back, and I said, wait till you see my downward dog. And I haven't gotten a text back yet. So, like, I hope that you weren't lying to me. I hope that wasn't being too forward. And we'll see what she says. We've got the next three hours for her to reply. Welcome back. Into oh, MG a risk taker you are. I am a risk taker. Yes, I'm a gambler, man. What do you want me to do? Ooh, it's called best tonight. That, that was... Here on the betQL network, of course, I'm a betting man. Speaking of bets, you know what the biggest sucker bet is in the NBA next season? Bro, the Phoenix Suns. So their odds before they got Bradley Beal last week, they were right around 10 to 1, 11 to 1 to win the NBA championship. You look right now, they're at 6 to 1. What are we talking about? And this is nothing against Bradley Beal. It's more against it feels like there's too many cooks in the kitchen. It feels like they've got a bunch of guys that can score, and I don't know what their plan is to do with the rest of the roster. Oh, then they've got one more big problem. The Denver Nuggets, last time I checked, are in the Western Conference. So if we're talking about them winning the whole thing, they got to get over that mountain, pun intended, just to get to the finals. So you're a sucker if you're putting any money on the Phoenix Suns. Bet MGM uh, game day. We'll be right back. I disagree with you on that one. You said
1: the Denver Nuggets, right? Yeah. No, the no. The Denver they're, Nuggets they're, are they're they're ahead of them. Yeah. So if you're talking about the fourth, yes, Phoenix Suns are behind them, but who 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 who's behind the Phoenix Suns that you would put ahead of the Phoenix Suns?
0: If you want to, if your argument in a weird confusing way is that the Suns are the second best team behind the Denver Nuggets, then the that's West. fine. What happens when they get there? They can't get there. I think it's more likely that the Phoenix suns get knocked out along the way, kind of like the Philadelphia 76ers have the last few years where something goes wrong, where we, the, the finals, the, the the conference finals come around and they're not even there. Then them winning the NBA finals, like just something about the way that team is constructed. It just doesn't work for me. See, I see. I remember you, you, you were just not a Phoenix sun
1: fan and not a KD fan, but we're just talking about odds here, right? Like, They should have the second best odds in the West. They have that type of talent to have the second best odds in the West. And Eric Gordon being a sneaky, good pickup for them to come off their bench and and be able to hit threes. But again, Phoenix Suns, again, and don't be surprised. You heard it here. Like, well, not heard it here because you've heard it before. They're shopping DeAndre Ayton as we speak to gain a rotation and gain a bench and offload a contract. So don't be surprised if DeAndre Ayton is out of there soon, which will create uh, a death in their roster and rotation, and all of a sudden they're going to have a solid eight nine that can throw at you. So if they also do that, yeah, I still like the Phoenix Suns as the second best. I wouldn't pick the Lakers over them. I wouldn't pick the Clippers over them. I want to pick the Grizzlies over them. So I think they're appropriately odds fate, uh, rated
0: appropriately with the odds. Golden State can I talk into them maybe right now? I mean, oh, they no, no way. Resign Draymond Green? No, okay, not no biting way. on them. No, to your point no though. Way. To the to your point, I think everybody agrees now. Maybe it took us a little bit too long that Denver is head and shoulders better than everybody else. And that's what the odds tell us. They're the favorite to win the championship. They're the heavy favorite to come out of the Western Conference. They got two-to-one odds. Right now, I bet MGM Phoenix is three-to-one, which is crazy that they're that close to the Nuggets because, to me, those teams are just living in different worlds right now. To your point about DeAndre Ayton, they better get this one right because they've already got three guys that on any given night can go out there and drop 35 or 40 points. So what are you going to do to fill those other roster spots? You better get it right because, to me, in a weird way, DeAndre Ayton is kind of the type of player that you want. I'm not talking about the actual guy because he's been pouting the last couple of years, right, with his contract, and he's wanted out of Phoenix. So I think the best thing for both parties is for DeAndre Ayton to end up getting traded and to see what they get back. But all I'm telling you is, Sean, they better get it right with that move because if we're just talking about – Having Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, and Bradley Beal—three guys who can score a lot of points—there's a lot of teams that have dudes who can score a lot of points. What else can you do?
1: Oh well, there's not a lot of teams that had can score that many points. Like, so at, at, I agree Touché. with you. There's, there's only one ball, but at the same time, sometimes you just throw so much talent on the court that it's like, all right, man, like we ain't that great, like. But at some point, we're gonna overcome because we're just—it's just the Miami Heat. Of two of 2011 like it's just like all right man we're just w- more talented than everybody else and we'll figure it out at some point so if they figure it out at some point you know they're going to be tough again deandre Ayton, he wants the ball he wants to he wants to prove that he's an all-star he wants the ball and I don't blame him and that's why he's pouting they need a guy who's gonna just be all right dog I'm just gonna set picks block shots and hit an occasional outside jumper as their center A guy who's happy with that role, because that's the role they want DeAndre Aiden to play, and that's the role he doesn't want. He wants to be one of the star guys who gets to give you 22 points and 10 rebounds. So, you know, trade him for three or four
0: rotational players, and the Phoenix Suns will look good if that happens. I feel like you were very dismissive of Golden State. And don't get it twisted. I'm not telling you that they're better than Phoenix either on the court or on paper What if I set their over-under? Because now Draymond Green's back for four years, so it feels like this squad, right? They've got one more final push, right, in their prime where we get to see Steph Curry and Clay, and now Draymond Green. It's a little bit different than it's been the last few years. If I set the over-under in the next four years at half of a championship, you play in the over or the under for Golden State? Do they get another one? Uh, As constructed, I go under. I, I Listen, I love their
1: organization, but with the new GM, I'm not sure what Mike Dunleavy is actually doing. Um, this offseason, to me, has been disappointing so far for them. Uh, I think Chris Ball is going to be a guy who comes off the bench and gives you 25 minutes a game now, and then they're going to save him so he's healthy for the playoffs, and then they'll ramp him up during the playoffs. But even then, it's just you. D- you didn't develop your young talent. So you traded Jordan Poole, you traded James Wiseman, Jonathan Kaminga has been a disappointment so far, and you didn't add anything else during the regular season. Like, they're not a very deep team. Like, usually, usually, before when they won their championship pre-KD, and when they won their championship post-KD, they had death. They had a bunch of guys who can come off the bench and give you points. And and they had the Sean Livingston's of the world. They had the Leandro Barbosa's of the world. Then they had Jordan Poole, who was giving you 20 points off the bench. They ain't got that right now. Again, and I don't think they that, did a good job. I mean, this it, all it's,
0: it's been that way, like you're describing for a while. Like are they had Andre Iguodala. Boy, they had yeah. what was my guy's name? Uh, David West. Remember when he was mm-hmm. out there? So yeah, they've had the other guys, and that's really what it's become about to win a championship. Like you look at the Denver Nuggets this year. As much as we talk about Jokic and Murray and the kind of the head of the snake, it was also about the rest of that roster. I got an interesting team out West for you. How about 20 to one for the Sacramento Kings to come out of the West this upcoming season? They paid DeMontis Sabonis and he earned it five years, $217 million is Sacramento. Just one of those fun teams that we're going to be talking about for the next few years. Are they really a threat? Would you actually put real money on the Kings?
1: No, not at all. DeMontis Sabonis is your second best player. You, you, you gonna win. Like, let's be honest. He's a baller. DeMonte Sabonis is a baller. That's some disrespect right there. As your second best player? Let's be honest here. Like, he's a baller, but as your second best player? No, there's no way. I love De'Aaron Fox. I think he's a flat-out hooper. I wanted him in Philadelphia. But DeMonte Sabonis is a solid player. He can't be your best player. The the, the Sacramento Kings are going to be fun. They're going to compete. They're going to get into the playoffs, and they're going to lose in the first round. And they did nothing to upgrade.
0: They did nothing in this offseason to upgrade. DeMontis Sabonis, so while you were talking, I was like, I don't know. I think he's underrating him a little bit. Dog, wait till you hear these numbers, if this matters to you. He averaged 19 points a game, shot 62%. He hit 38% of his threes for a big guy. I'll take that. 12.3 rebounds and seven and a half dimes. Yes, if he's your second best player, and like you said, with De'Aaron Fox, that team is Legit. And here's the thing about the Sacramento Kings. It feels weird to say this type of stuff because over the last decade, well, before last year, they were the most losing team. Let me reword that. They lost more games in a decade than any other NBA team had. So it feels weird Mm -hmm. to say things like the Sacramento Kings are legit, and they're not just a fun team to talk about. But we completely disagree with this one. Like, if if you've got DeMontis Sabonis as your second-best player who had, what, 15 triple-doubles last year, I'm not saying he's Jokic, but he's – Yes, he's diet Jokic. That's exactly what he is. Like he's a he's he's a he's, he's a he's he's a light Jokic is what he is. And if we agree that Jokic is the best basketball player in the world, then I'll take a guy that plays like him at a very high level. If you also throw in there De'Aaron Fox, dude, that team is legit. Twenty to one to win the
1: West. That that is disrespectful to Jokic. He's not a, he is not diet brand Jokic. He's not diet Coke. He he is. Store brand that you've never even heard of version.
0: Okay, Nine, hey, there's nothing 19... wrong with Doctor Thunder. Hey, Dr <laughs> okay. Pepper might taste a little bit better. It might have 23 flavors. You might only get like 19 flavors out of Doctor Thunder. But that's, if Do- if they, if that's what he is, that needs to be his new nickname, Demontis Sabonis, Doctor Thunder.
1: He is Shoprite brand Jokic, right? Like, not, listen, 19 again. He's an all-star. I respect him, but your second best player being 19, 12, and seven ain't ain't, ain't good enough to compete with the Denver Nuggets, to compete with even the Golden State Warriors. In the playoffs, he averaged 16 and 11 and four in the playoffs uh, uh, in the first round against the Warriors. He ain't good enough to be a second best player. He's good enough to be a third best player, but you need a, they don't have another, they don't have another guy. And again, Demonte you saw, that's how he's gonna tap out. He ain't gonna give you 30 and 20. They need someone outside of De'Aaron Fox who can consistently give you, who's a star that can consistently give you 25 a game. So with them not adding anything, I'm gonna tell you who I like over them. I like the Pelicans Get out over of the here. Sacramento Kings.
0: Get out of here. That's right. First of all, if we're calling, uh, if I'm calling Sabonis diet Jokic, Zion is diet nothing. And that's the problem. That's the issue. Like, do we really think he's gonna be on the court? I saw a stat, Sean through his first 100 games, right? Of every NBA player ever. No surprise, Michael Jordan averaged the most points per game. The second, mm-hmm. through his first 100 games, Zion. So when he's on the court, mm-hmm. he's balling mm-hmm. out. But uh, I don't know if you know this, he ain't on the court very often, dude. Like, you're not gonna put your actual money on the Pelicans. Yes, I am. And here's why. First of all, I- I'm
1: coming from a place that had Joel Embiid in his first three, three four years. Zion Williamson has played more games than Joel Embiid uh, in his first three seasons. So I believe Zion Williamson can get back on the court and play. only reason why the Pelicans didn't weren't basically the Sacramento Kings last year because of injuries. I know that's a problem. But if that team is healthier, they are better than the Sacramento Kings. They had the number one team. They were the number one team in, through the first 30 games of the season. And then Brandon True. Ingram got hurt. And then Zion Williamson got hurt. If they can stay healthy, I believe they can play that because they have more firepower. Again, Zion's out of this world. Brandon Ingram is an all-star. They had talent up and down that lineup, so I like them better as an overall squad. Again, health is their thing. Obviously, they have to stay healthy. But again, I'm coming from a place that saw Joel Embiid not be healthy, and then had three consecutive years where he was top five in the MVP race. So I really believe, I, I, I I mean, believe, I, I believe Zion. One, put I, your money on it. I believe Zion now, I'm not picking them to win the chip, but I am picking him to be the team that makes the step. Just like last year, Sacramento was a team that made the step. Oh, watch out for them. I think it's, this year is going to be the Pelicans all because of health. And I think they're going to end up being a top four seed. That's my, my early NBA random prediction.
0: Speaking of big dude, Sean, and health, are you a 1,000% in on Victor Wynn the same way everybody else is? Now, I just saw one clip. And I want to say he put up nine shots. It was kind of an around-the-world thing, right? I think he missed eight of them, and they weren't really that close. Are we, like, sure this dude translates right away? Because that body type tells me it's going to take you a couple of years to bang with these NBA dudes. First of all, it's hard because, again, he hasn't
1: played over here, so I haven't seen much ball. All I have seen is basically highlights and things of that nature. But Give me I will numbers. Say- Give me numbers next year. Like, what do you expect right away from this dude? I don't expect a lot, right? Like, I expect him to be decent, but I don't expect a lot. Here's the thing. People say we haven't seen this before. We've seen this before. He's not new. Uh, a 7'4 guy who does what he does. Well, that sounds like Chris Stasperzingas. It sounds like Bo Bo. You know who else it sounds like? <laughs> Chet Holmgren. We've seen this before, right? So there's other... I, you. You have to somehow convince me he's gonna be better than that. Chris Stapps averaged 23 and and uh, 23 and eight last year with uh, 39% for three, right? So we've seen a seven foot four guy who does those things. He does look a little more fluid, but at the same time, I got Chet Holmgren as my, as my
0: eyes on favorite to win
1: Rookie of the Year.
0: Don't disrespect Bull Bull. He went to my high school. Blue Valley Northwest High School, Oakland Park, Kansas. What's up?